Mike Technique. Mike Technique. I now shop at Aldi. Wow. Um, that's was not expecting that, and I'm not the least bit surprised. It, my weekly soup recipe used to cost $15. Uh, Even or to, like, like roughly. 14 87 Well, it depends on what's on sale. Okay. And I decided to take a gamble and go see what this Aldi thing was about. You got to take your own shopping bags. You have to put a quarter to rent the, to deposit, to get a shopping cart. See, I think something like that would make you insanely mad. I don't use the shopping cart. I just take my bags in and put my stuff in the bags. You have hacked the system. Well, I, you get your 25 cents back. Jesus Christ. But I can now make my week's worth of soup for about $4. I, I've heard this, but don't you have to use like like trash sawdust ingredients? Like No, it's still a can of beans. I don't understand the Aldi math. It doesn't... They only carry 5,000 items instead of a grocery store's 50,000 items. And the stores are massively understaffed. Oh, right. There's so it's like a, there might be one register open, two on the weekend. It's like an indoor vending machine. It's fantastic. So I go in there and they're like, I load up my shopping bags with all types of canned beans. I, I'm not touching the produce. I'm not going there yet. And I get to the thing that she's like, that'll be $7. Isn't your soup mostly produce though? Isn't it heavy on the... Yeah, but it's canned produce. Can, okay. Not fresh produce. Got it. Got it. But they don't carry Rotel, so I have to go to Publix to get the no salt Rotel. Okay. And that's it. So I've, I've hacked my lunch down to about 75 cents per serving. <clears throat> when, uh, so at some point the lunch is going to be paying you. That's the goal. That's the, yeah. Well, it's paying me in health benefits. That's true. Yeah. You're very healthy. Welcome to one beer, one song. Welcome Episode... to one beer, one song. Oh, that's your part. Go ahead. I was just, I'm following your lead. Episode, I think this is 191. Um, still recovering from the last episode. Um, but, but just, you know, all of our episodes from now on are going to be an hour and a half or longer. I'm, I'm still drunk from all that wine. Um, that was a good one. That was a, that was oh, a banger. I remember nothing. Um, I don't either. People were treat, tweeting the word Albuquerque at us. What was that about? We've gotten text messages that say Albuquerque, no explanation. Yeah. We've had tweets that say Albuquerque, no explanation. So someone wants to tell us why saying Albuquerque is a thing. I, maybe you, you mispronounced it or, or maybe, I mean, you edited it edited it. I did. Mike it took me like a week to, to get through it all, <laughs> which means I listened to it all collectively like four times and I have no idea what that was. And I'm not about to go back and listen to it again. I, I never listened. So, um, if you feel like tweeting at us, the further explanation of your previous tweets, that'd be great. I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Something Bugs Bunny would say. Right. Um, Al- I mean, and I, had been to, I have been to Albuquerque. I too. I saw uh, a friend of ours get so mad he took a, a folder of music from a musician and threw it into the desert. And then that musician had to go scampering off his music into the desert. That, he, that, is, a, that is a band story. That is a hell of a band story. Marching band rage. I'm sure we'll get some comments about that. But, speaking of comments. Speaking of comments, hold on. Roll the quick boat. Some bit of housekeeping. I sound like crap. Um, I was, I traveled the world this week and I got home two days ago. And You went to where? I was in Dublin, Ireland. Dublin, England? Downtown Ireland. Um, <clears throat> and it was fantastic. And well, I'll talk more about it. And I brought back some snacks that we'll probably do on a later episode. Uh, but I have a cold. And so I could do the whole episode with a cold in my node uh, accent. But I'm just going to power through. And So there's going to be a lot of <clears throat> throat clearing from me. Um, but other than that, should be your, your typical high quality content. And as always, the position of post is always open. 100%. So I'm like disappointed, disappointed that none of you are sitting here with us right now. That's, we're stuck with us, each other. For seven and a half years, seven. we've been doing this. 
Boy, L O L. It seems like forever. <laughs> I, I could feel every minute of it in my bones. Um, but yeah, speaking of messages, um, we got a couple of new uh, iTunes reviews. And, and so, as always, you know, trash us, but rate us five stars and we'll read them on the air. Yeah, definitely. And so here we go. We've got two that we haven't read. Um, one of them is from um, a, it's, the username is my wife. It's it's my former spouse. I was going to say that's from my former spouse, and since I don't have a former spouse, um, we're going to go with um, my with former yours. spouse. Yeah, and um, the title of the review is "Should Come with a Warning Label," and it says, "No, really." Hashtag, and this is all one word hashtag with no space. Hashtag former spouse, aka ex wife, should be should fast forward and not listen to a story about their ex husband's junk. That seems like good advice. Uh, it, w- yes. <clears throat> so I've stumbled upon the review. I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to former spouse. I'm like, Hey, is, it, is this you? Sure. Back. Yes. Who the hell else would it be? Who knows? Someone impersonating her. It could be a million people. Sure. I've been catfished. Um, and she's like, yes, please tell me you're laughing. I'm like, well, we'll talk about this at our next, uh, you know, counseling session for tests for the small human. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, thank you. Um, Russ's ex. Um, and Any then the reviews. Yeah, there's one by, um, it says BTH. Burn um, the hole. And the title of the review is One Beer, Two D-Bags. One is written out and two is the number two. Oh, so consistency. So, um, yeah. And it says, listened after hearing all your great reviews on the Yakaman show. I just say you are the worst podcasters I have ever heard this week. Uh, lots of crunching and lip smacking and unprofessional jibber jabber. Now do some whiskey Myers and some pumpkin beer, all caps, exclamation points. And then go Buckeyes, thumbs up emoji. I didn't know you could do emojis in iTunes reviews, but there it is. Buckeyes fan, you tells you right. I mean, they're, it's, they're, they're going to win it all this year. I think it's obvious. Um, so those are the reviews. Uh, what beer did you bring us? Well, speaking of pumpkin beer, Oh, to hell with you. Uh, we are going to drink a pumpkin beer. Um, we've done this. We've done pumpkin beers. There's no more. So no, no, this is a, this is a new take. People are, they're starting to get weird with, uh, with the pumpkin beers. Um, and pumpkin beers come out now late July every year. Um, I feel like they've fallen off a little bit in in popularity, but we're going to do this one now because it's actually decorative gourd season motherfuckers. Um, wait, is that a, is that a thing? Decorative gourd season? I mean, when it that's just a meme. Like when it turns fall, people are like, it's it's decorative gourd season because that's what it is. Um, so read the bottle, Russ. What are we drinking? What are you pouring for us? Southern Tier Brewing Company Barrel House Series Rum Barrel Aged Pumpkin Ale Brewed with Pumpkins and Aged in Rum Barrels. It was aged for five months, 2019. Alcohol 13.4. Founder's approval, somebody's signature, and then there's a picture of a pumpkin with a eye patch and pirate hat. So we last um, uh, talked about pumpkin uh, on episode 94 in September of 2014. It so hasn't five been long years enough. ago. Um, also on that episode, we did uh, Taylor Swift "Shake It Up" to let you know where we were in our lives. Um, <clears throat> Rum barreled aged pumpkin. Uh, they've got some stuff on their website here. Kept like a secret treasure deep in the Southern Tier Barrel House, Rum Barrel Age Pumpkin has sat patiently, preparing for its discovery. Many months must pass before the Jolly Roger is raised and his precious cargo is unloaded. Gold in liquid form. Arr! Enjoy Rum Barrel Age Pumpkin now or keep it hidden, standing upright in a dark, cool place until the time comes to declare cheers, matey. And you could let this one sit for a minute because it is 13.4% alcohol. 
Do you know that uh, taxes in Georgia from the DOR are dependent on uh, um, the ABV? Um, you get taxed more the higher the ABV. I didn't. I mean, that sounds stupid and it's like something Georgia would do. So I'll this be, is a believe remarkably you. clear beer. It's caramel in color, light caramel in color. Caramel. Uh, what do you call that? Well, on the website, actually, color is autumn gold, bright, deep copper. Bright, deep copper. I'll accept. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, Off white. Nice head. Smells like candy. So I can I can't smell anything right now, and I can actually smell rum in this. Yeah, you, like, it's, it's really strong. It's like rum and caramel, vanilla, honey. I don't get any. Well, whoa! Knowing hey, knowing it's a pumpkin beer, you it's like oh, cool nutmeg and cinnamon and allspice. This is uh, it's in there. My word. <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> I'm not sick anymore. <laughs> that is a proper reaction. I, how did... <clears throat> okay, so... Was it 151 barrels? Does it say on the thing? No. Um, age soured in rum barrel. It doesn't say on the website either. Wow. Um, that's a, that is serious. And what's interesting is I, I believe pumpkin is like 8.5%. So how do they take it from 8.5% to 13.4%? Like this... Sugar. Dis further distillation or like adding for I guess adding fermentables. Um, I don't know. Speaking of fermentables, my parents just came back from Amish company. That country. is not a, that, that is not a segue. The math does not check out. And on their journey, they brought back a metric ton of beef jerky. Like I have two eight ounce packages of beef jerky uh, to start with. So Tony, on on this hand, this is um, that's some. Lancaster style beef jerky from S. Clyde Weaver. Okay. And uh, I had to, I've eaten most of this jerky because it's delicious. And then the other package here is original beef jerky smoked meats, same company, S. Clyde Weaver. One so beef. one is, wait, Lancaster style? Yes, one is Lancaster style. Which they pronounce it Lancaster. I only know that because. And the other one Mike. is just beef jerky. <laughs> My good friend Mike graduated from Georgia in 98, I think, and moved to Lancaster. Now, we've been lucky to have a butcher shop near where I live, and we've been there, and I've bought some beef jerky from them, and it's just great to have, like, non-preservative beef jerky that the, it's made in a store that you can shake the guy's hand. Mm -hmm. So this the problem me, with this is not good radio eating. It's, it's like chewing, chewing. It's like chewing gum. So, hey, BTH. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, hmm. Right, but good, right? Yeah, it is I good. mean, the ingredients, there's less than five ingredients per bag. Beef, salt, sugar, monosodium glutamate. There's no, like, nitrites? Uh, sodium nitrite. Hmm. And in this one, no nitrites. The Lancaster. Is that how you say it? Lancaster? <clears throat> Lancaster. Yeah, this one's just beef, soy sauce. You can definitely taste the soy sauce in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are both, like, solid beef jerky and parents supporting the Amish and sure. they said they were nice people. I'm like, so they didn't like run away from you. They're like, no, super friendly. Yeah. And then I have, and I haven't opened this one. This is what I'm <laughs> referring to as the Pulp Fiction heroin bag of beef jerky. Like both these previous packages were eight ounces each, mm -hmm. half a pound, right? Mm -hmm. This stuff goes for $35 a pound. Well, how much do the other ones go for? I, I don't know. Prices isn't on the thing. I mean, a pound is a lot. But this is a baggie, like complete with a little twist tie at the top mm -hmm. of uh, John Travolta. Uh, heroin. It looks like meat drugs. So I haven't, I haven't opened this one yet. Mm -hmm. so I'm curious how it compares, because there's so little of it. Oh yeah, this is like one tenth of a pound. What's the flavor? What's special about it? I I don't know. It's just expensive. It, it well, it's from 
Sulfuts meets, and they're in Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Mm, yep. My dad had to take a selfie of he and my mom in front of a sign that said Intercourse. And if I'm you know sure, my father, that's not on brand for him. I'm sure that the ground is worn out in front of that sign with people standing there taking selfies. This has some cayenne pepper, some garlic powder. It's, it's got more seasonings in there. So Some more seasonings, did seasonings, you say? Seasonings. Seasonings. Okay. Let's try, try a little piece of this. <clears throat> I guess we should also be describing the appearance, although it's, you know what beef jerky looks like. It's, it's like beef, but jerked. Hmm. This is it's like, tar for, this one's tougher. It's really tough. I had to go on the bias. Oh my God. Well, we got to get you new teeth now. I, this isn't, I like the others better. I like the additional flavors they've added here, but it's not $35 a pound. No. Now. Unless you get to like go and pick the cow and name it. Now this fourth jerky. (laughs) This is a smoked lava beef jerky. Lava beef? Lava beef. Do and they cook it on lava? It's got cayenne pepper, red pepper, flakes. This is going to cure your cold. Spicy? <clears throat> you should note that this piece looks like a if you went to a Chinese apothecary and were like, I need tiger penis. They would be like, this is it right here. Mm-hmm. Tiger penis. Ma'am, oh I'm yeah. still chewing the $35 one. Mm. <clears throat> mm. You're going to... All right, I gotta, now i got to take a sip of this... Rum, liquor, pumpkin. Pie. This tiki, this tiki rum drink. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It is. Now that I'm desensitized to the thirteen percent alcohol, like it's pleasant. I mean, pumpkin's a good beer. This is the hot one. Mm. Mm. I'm not getting the hot yet. Well, it's because you have a cold. Mm-hmm. You gotta wait for it. I I can do the um. Like the peppery flavors, like the earthiness of um, mm-hmm. habaneros and jalapenos have that really, I can't describe it as anything but earthy. There's a little heat there. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Now, tomorrow when you're pooping. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh, I mean, yeah, it happens. Goes with the territory. All right. Do thanks, for, thanks for sharing the beef jerky, Russ. Yeah, man. It's That's good stuff. Great. Yeah. Um, I do have a song for us. So, um, just going through new releases, things that are relevant. Um, this probably isn't really relevant to any of the audience at all. Um, but there's a Swedish, um, uh, I don't know if you call them hardcore band called refused that we have talked about before. Uh, previously we talked about them on episode 117, which was May of 2015. Um, we also that episode we did a Terrapin New Belgium collaboration, Black is the New Wit. Um, and that around then uh, refused to just release their first new music in like 15 plus two is 17 years. Um, in 1998, uh, just to bring everybody up to speed, they released an album called The Shape of Punk to Come, which uh, was earth shattering in my circle of friends and music music lovers. Completely unlike, I mean, it, it wasn't completely unlike anything we'd ever heard, but they combined things that in a way that was, it is like one of those albums that will always stand on its own. It hasn't aged as well as one would have hoped, but um, that might be because of Refused kind of becoming very commercial since then. When they, bro- they broke up while they were on tour for that album and their whole thing was uh, Refused is fucking dead. They had this major like, anti-capitalist message and they're just super like 
like anarchist whatever. Um, they broke up on tour in Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. They were they were playing somewhere up in Gwinnett, I think, and in the van they were like, "Fuck this, we're done." Um, and I think they I think they finished the tour, but they made the decision in Atlanta that they're, oh. that they're done after that. Um, so then that was it. Everybody was like, "Okay, these guys these guys are they seem like you know very ideologically." stout and they're going to stick to their guns and whatever else. And then in 2015, they were like, man, they played a couple reunion shows and they were like, did you guys see how much money we made by, by playing those songs we did like 20 years ago or 10 years ago? So then they started touring and showing up at places like Riot Fest and like all these, you know, whatever. Um, and then they released a new album and now they're back. They've got another new album. Um, and this one is called War Music. Capitalist pigs, and I knew this was coming out. I've seen it in my 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 feeds, but I have not listened to a single note of it. Um, the first, uh, let me go back and make sure I get this right. Um, in ye old Spotify, uh, where are you? Oh, so yeah, so this year, oh, it looks like they've released a couple of uh, of um, of singles off of here. Um, so there's three singles they've released so far. One is blood red. One is rev zero zero one and one is economy of death. Um, so would you like to hear no blood red or economy of, or, or rev zero zero one? I would like to start with rev zero zero one. Okay. That's the first song on the album. It's three minutes long. You chose wisely. Uh, so here's refused off their new album, more music rev zero zero one. Lord, that is awful, and I don't want to listen to the whole thing on this episode. So let's try one of the other singles here. How about Economy of Death? It gets better? 100%. Let's 
you owe everyone apologies. So maybe not 100%. You said it gets better, and I said 100%. That's probably not. It's definitely not 100%. It was an improvement, but that's... It's, they haven't matured. My, how the mighty have fallen. That's not good. So when we were um, taking a break there and picking the, uh, the different song, I gave Russ some historical context and some of the um, brighter moments on Shape of Punk to Come, and then also from their 2015 album, Freedom... We did the song Electra, and the song is really interesting. Like it's, I I think it's great. It has this redeemable is boring. Volume. This is boring and not good. And it sounds like Van Halen like went to a weird place. I okay, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like eighty bad, eighty eighty bad, eighty bad, eighty bad, eighty music be bad, eighty music be bad. Okay, um, definitely, we'll continue to trust your musical opinions. Um, well, look where it got us with you today. <laughs> this is all me, baby. Um, no, that was that. And that first thing was just, they're not even trying. Like it, they, they trade a lot on, on the lead singers, uh, shriek, Dennis. And it's all his name's Dennis. His name's, his Dennis. name's fucking Dennis. Dennis. Might as well just call him Chad. Him, yeah. God, Bill, <laughs> Bill, get up there and shriek. Um, yeah. They, he's a good, he is a, he is a lucrative front man. Oh, like he he's gets up there and shimmies and gets all sweaty and man, they totally just emotional. like ejected their morals after those reunion shows. Like guys, money, let's put out an album. Oh, man. Uh, that God, yes, a hundred percent to that. Um, <clears throat> so I'm so I'm actually a, you know for the first time in the history of the show, I am sorry to have put you through that because that was bad. Uh, that, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to savor the moment. Just give me a second. This is okay. Thank you. That was, I feel uh, heard. That will teach me to go into this thing blind. And <laughs> and I'm thinking like, oh man, Russ is going to hate this. And it's always so funny when Russ hates the song and gets all like put off and sideways. And that was just bad. I didn't even get to have the satisfaction of like playing. No, and I'm going to float for the next four months <laughs> that Tony said it was bad. So what do you think about the beer? Mine's gone. You were all over it, man. I got to tell you, for and it's not like stuff. Ugh, I don't know if it I can is, handle. It is not light. It, mm. it, it, it's worth noting it comes in a 500 milliliter bottle, so bigger than a than a 12 ounce, but smaller than a 750. I could not is, drink that whole thing by myself. That'd be a bad move. I don't. I, I I'd say like no, I couldn't either. I totally would, but <laughs> it it's not for the not for the alcohol. I think there's the flavors of like it's a lot. It's getting like pummeled with a spice bag and and like rum barrel staves. Um, but yeah, I I mean, good, Southern Tier makes Southern Tier makes good dessert beers, like their creme brulee really stout. Yeah, 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 they're they know how to do that well. And of course, Blake ruined that. He was like, I'm going to say one word. It's going to ruin that beer. I was like, what? It's creme brulee stout. It tastes like creme brulee. He's like, ready? Butterscotch. And from then on, that's all I could taste. Is that, and I remember that moment actually, but is that because you don't like butterscotch or is it just, it just. No, it just changed everything. Filtered it for you. And yeah. this is one of the reasons why I still don't like Blake. I know. Okay. Um, I hope he's not listening. He's definitely listening, but. He's, um, he's definitely yelling at me. He needs to come on the show again and get some, some gems out of his linen closet and bring them down here. Mm -hmm. I did go by Creature over the weekend. I went to Athens. It was rainy and miserable so i watched the game from the comforts of a friend's couch and i went by creature this they is, changed this is just to explain fully you have season tickets i have access to tickets you have access to tickets and you drove all the way to athens yeah to go to the game and you're like that's nah, right i'm gonna watch it on tv yeah with a bunch of great beer now, i commend your decision I and uh, cracked a bottle of uh, malbec that was super good and then hit the whiskey about 9 20 you don't hear like cracked a bottle of malbec like would you, you like saber it open or I, I didn't even open it. 
uh, a friend did. She opened it, of course. But I'll tell you this. I brought the wine. She was like, well, if you can't drink whiskey until after 9 o'clock, because that's your rules, should we open a bottle of wine? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were no brown liquor till after dark. That's that's the general rule. Right. And in fact, that came from Jeff Dantzler, uh, UGA uh, radio show guy. Okay. Uh, Jeff said, it might have been playing LSU at night, might have been Bam at night. He's like, look, folks. And this was in the 90s. He's like, look, folks, we don't kick off till 8. We got a long day ahead of us. No brown stuff while the sun's up. All right, people, you got me? And it was like, oh, man, that's such a good like rule for life. You have an entire generation that have kind of built their lives around that. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. You got to save yourself. That does not apply to Bernie Dog. Bernie Dog tailgates with makers. He, like his feed, when he just posts like his drinking activities, like, I'm like, good Lord, man. Like I'm, I'm hungover just looking at your he, um, average weeknight. The one time a couple years ago, I stopped by his tailgate. He, one of his daughters came over and brought wings, like without being prompted. And then the other daughter showed up uh, with a drink for him. I'm like, they're old enough to make you drinks. He's like, this is the good life. I was like, oh. That is pretty nice. Absolutely. Okay, so I talked about the beer. Oh, but I bring a preacher because I went by there. I picked up oh, two yeah. bottles, one of uh, Yona skins, which was ale aged for like nine months on Yona Mountain Vineyards grape skins. What's Yona? It's a mountain, but that's not important right now. Okay. Um, and then another bottle of something called Red Berry. It, red Berry? Red Berry something. I don't know. Blake's yelling at me. I don't care. Just but random, it, like there's a random bush that had red berries on it that tastes like burning. It let's, was, let's brew with them. They got grapefruit from some specific farm that they use, and both beers were delightful. Um, and then I cracked that mall back, but the creature comforts has a new entrance. Um, they had the permanent tent outside. Now it's not even right. a tent. It's like a real facility an expanded courtyard. The inside isn't just like a desk. It's an actual merch room now. And they've gotten the merch out of the tasting room. Okay. Um, and they have a cooler and cellar. You can buy everything there and all your shirts. And it was, it was a great experience. It looks great. They're doing a good job. Good job. Creature comforts. Even though this episode is about Southern tier, it always comes back to creature comforts. Well, I mean, welcome to the dessert bar beer podcast dessert bar beer podcast I, I hope somebody's writing down all these t-shirts <laughs> the internet's only dessert bar beer podcast bye hold on i'm writing this no, down right now no just <laughs> just go away go go bye 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 <laughs>